0: Hi guys so welcome back to the podcast. Um one second. <sighs> Excuse me. Um today, welcome back. Hope you guys have having a great day, good time. Hope everyone's doing okay. Um one of the things um I was thinking about doing for today, for this for this week's podcast, um, was talking about job interviews or like just jobs in general, and more important just looking through the internet's worst and best advice. Um, and just, and just examples of just interviews going wrong because I always think it's important to go and think about it. And I was thinking about it cause I was like, you know what, I know I have a job currently, but I feel like a lot of us go through it regardless if it's our first job interview regardless if it's just another one that we just have to go through through our job interview process. Um, there are plenty of bad examples out there. They're good ones. Um, but I was thinking about, it, I was like, maybe today I can talk about like worst, for, like best versus worst advice or like ways to make a worse impression and ways to make like the best impression. And believe you not, there's plenty of worst um, encounters when it comes to um, job interviews, and I was like, Oh, I'm definitely gonna do this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was my plan for today. Just go over, you know, job interviews, some of the worst answers that I has given. Um, I also pulled up a, um, I guess you can say it's like a. Uh, theoretical or hypothetical, um, situation like a, like an example of a job interview going wrong on the side of the interviewer. Um, and I'll get to that one probably a little bit later, but excuse me. Um, I definitely wanted to just jump in, get right into it. Um, without further ado, I looked up, looked up throughout probably multiple websites. Um, such as balanced careers, business insider, uh, workable.com stuff like that. Indeed, plenty of places just to look on, but Hey, let me just see where the worst versus the best and see where we go from there. But to get started, let's go and jump into some of the 10 some of the ways, not just 10, but some of the ways to make, um, the worst impression um, at a job interview on the account of the interviewee so stuff that we can do um that can make it worse for us to get the job and then later i'm definitely looking to interviewers but without further ado let's get into it one things i found was um arriving late or not at all um it's it's important i'm giving my own two cents kind of on these um, I even found like a little list that someone made of like, I think 50 things that you shouldn't do on a job interview. And one thing is what that was, it was like uh, arriving late, arriving too early. Um, arriving late, obviously, you know, you don't want to waste the interviewer's time. Um, cause you have to think from their perspective, you know, they, a is time slot for you. Um, so they, so, you know, you don't want, you don't want to come off as, you know, I'm more important, or regardless if it was circumstances out of your control, even calling just saying hey, you know, uh, like a crash just happened and I'm not able to make it, you know that's even better than just arriving late and there's like, well, like no explanation. Like they probably are moved on to another candidate. Um, you don't know how quickly they might be going through a hiring process. They might I might they might have like three interviews someone might go through. They might just go through one interview, and they might get the job right then and there. So. It's definitely something you probably want think about. Also, arriving too early. Um, arriving too early. Um, I remember thinking about this when I was first going through my own job. I was thinking about, oh, like, what's so bad about arriving too early? But if you think about it, you don't want to. Uh, I think it's stalkerish in a sense, but also, you know the you know the interviewer do does have other things that they have to do, so. You know, the, like, interviewing people is not, like, their only job, especially those who have, like, an HR department. Um, I know my first interview, I, um, I was working at McDonald's, and my first interview was with, actually, the store manager. So, of course, the managers have their own crazy tasks that they have to do outside of just interviewing people. So, you know, don't arrive too early to the point, you know, I don't know, because, you know, like, if you, I feel like if you do arrive too early... You know, take the time to, you know, maybe you just take a walk, maybe try to ner- calm your nerves. That kind of thing can help. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like those are just important things to do. Um, but yeah, if you do arrive it's good to arrive early but not too early. So like maybe I say five to ten minutes. I feel like that shows the interviewer, hey, I'm I made time, like I made sure you guys were a priority in my day. I came in. Either, and I arrived a little bit before my interview. So it shows that I view this job as important. Um, another thing I saw was looking like a slob or just not dressing up um, like like you should. <laughs> um, I have seen some, play, some people, even while I was, even working at McDonald's, I sometimes would see my manager try to interview, interview people either they wouldn't have their stuff together or like they would come in like street clothes and not even clean street clothes like they would come in like dirty hoodie like ripped jeans or they might come in nice looking but they're still like considered street clothes like what they could wa- like someone could have worn to school or like on like a shopping trip to the mall like it, it was not job-esque in a sense I feel like um one thing to do to avoid that I mean, like, I remember I even asked, um, just asking, even if it's, like, a telephone interview to set up, you know, like, okay, like, what should I, like, even just asking where to wear to interview, like, you want to know, like, is this, like, a black and white, black suit, white, white, you know, like, a black tie, white shirt, black tie kind of place, you know, is this, like, super serious corporate, in- like, environment, is this, like, um, a hiring event, where, you know, it's, like, for a warehouse job, you know, like, you want to know that kind of stuff, but I feel like just a very safe, um, a very safe, uh, um, whatchamacallit, I guess you can say, um, option is, um, casual, like, um, not too casual, but like, um, what is it, work casual, I believe it's called, or office casual, um, basically, like, you know, like, for men, maybe, like, shirt, like, a button-up shirt and slacks, um, that's, of course, nice and clean, pressed maybe, and some, like, work shoes, shoes whatever you want to call them um i feel like that is casual um tie as well um i feel like i will i still to this table well, even if i go to a job i still walk in with a coat like with my suit jacket because i am still like yo because i've been some jobbing place where it's cold and i'm like i don't know how they're operating in this freezing temperature of a place so i'm like it's still a good thing to wear and i still wear a tie with it um but I just, that's one thing I, I choose to do. Um, that's that's something I, I thought about. Um, also checking your phone or the clock um, I feel like checking your phone um, regardless of it's like a text message or um, phone call um, I feel like those things are I mean if you're going to an interview like, Think about the people who are going to call you. You should be prepared to be like, hey, um, just even just sending a quick text saying, I'm going to my job interview. I'll text y'all when I come out. I do that with mom all the time when I, whenever I went to job interview because I know mom likes to call and text me, ask me where I am. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to my job interview now, especially if she doesn't uh, remember the specific day, just so she knows, okay, I'm going in. I got there. I'm going inside now. I'm just walking out. I'll call you in a second. Um, And even then I still put my phone on silent and I don't have it in my pocket per se, but if I do have my suit jacket with me, which I usually would, I will put it in my suit jacket pocket and if it's on silent, then it won't buzz. I'm not, uh, you know, not, uh, what's the good word saying it? Distracted. I'm not distracted by, um, my phone going off, all that kind of thing. So I feel like that's not, that should not be your main priority. (laughs) Um, cause interviewer could probably take that as being like, oh, like you could have the worst failing situation, but it's like, they could still be like, oh, well we don't want to hire you <laughs> if you seem like your time's more value than ours, you know? So that's one thing you definitely don't want to do. Um, another thing is not doing your homework. I definitely know this is, I'm thinking even before I think while I was going to think, I was thinking about working for, um, Starbucks, um, one of the things they were asking, me to do, I think the application was like to, uh, excuse me. But, um, was to look at, um, their website, look at some of the history cause they might ask during the interview. Um, which I feel like that was a good heads up, but I feel like that is, uh, that's something you should do, especially when you're going to companies that you don't, they shouldn't have normally heard before. Um, even just quickly scoping out their website, checking out their Instagram, Facebook, Twitter page, um, looking at you know their glass door reviews um indeed reviews um you know how they like sometimes even on the website they say how they go through the hiring process um a lot of other faqs as well so definitely make sure you do your homework um and sometimes they will ask you some things about the company to see if you do know your homework or know what they're talking about um because last thing they probably want is to hire someone who's completely clueless and has no idea what they're doing. So, make sure you do your homework. Make sure you go through it. Make sure you understand what you're doing. Um, I saw this one pretty funny. It says, saying what you really think. <laughs> um I've definitely been in some places where people ask me about jobs I had in the past. And I'm like, I really wanted to say how bad of a place it was to work. But I'm not going to say that because, you know, that's... Cause I've heard that this is, um, this, it's like a little bit of bait as well with, um, how some interviewers will ask you like to talk about your p- previous jobs and you really go off, like seeing how you really feel about the job, like how bad people were, how you're mistreated, all this kind of stuff. They're going to be like, Oh, uh, like you have so many things bad to say. And had to like me, like, like, yeah, the pay was good though. Like <laughs> they're not going to want to hire you. This is—they're not going to look at you as a reasonable candidate. Um, also, they're going to be thinking about the way you um, are going to talk about them after you leave the job interview. Um, after you job interview, they're going to think about the way you talk about the company. If you do—if you decide to leave, you know—are you going to be a drama queen? Are you going to make problems in the workspace? All those kind of things. So even if you did—even if you did have like the hor- the horrible, most worst. Experience working at a job, still either try to bypass or try to work into a way of saying. Hey, I don't even know how I would say. It. I think if someone asked me about a worst job, I'll say you know, I probably wouldn't use that job as job history unless they specifically ask for that specific job. But I probably used it as um, a question because sometimes they job interviewers like to ask a question. Um, how like can you describe a like conflict that you had in the workplace and how you resolved it i would use that job and i would polish it up very nicely so it seems that it was just a normal everyday conflict that i just had to you know that i had to walk through like walk through steps of what i did um another thing not telling the truth i have heard about people doing this before as well i'm pretty sure we all have um but people who lie on their resumes um and you think about it, they also do run background checks. That's the reason they run your background check. They do drug tests. Those are usually, like, two mundane, very important things that they always do. You know, drug tests, background check. And they will see, you know, hey, have you worked at these places before? Like, they'll see, they can probably see a lot of things. I don't know exactly what goes on background checks, per se, but I'm pretty sure they They can, you know, they'll they'll see, you know, have you worked at these places before? Have you went to the school you actually said you went to do you actually hold this degree do you actually hold these credentials you know they probably can see that um but just don't lie (laughs) i've heard about too many times i mean managers and they will find out that's the thing the truth will come out regardless if they find out during the job interview or when you're on the job it always will come out so you might as well just tell the truth right up front hey i don't have you know, the degree you're looking for, or I don't have, you know, the years of experience you're looking for, you know, but still maybe if you still really want the job, try to wrap it somewhere around like saying, you know, I do have this, I do have these two degrees that, you know, I've also used and done my own research on the side, you know, I have these projects I can show you that shows, you know, I do have the experience to work, you know, or something like that can show how, you know, it's a little, you know, that it's not just a, you know, Especially because I know there's a lot of jobs out there that's like, you want to work a receptionist? Cool. We want you to have a bachelor's degree in English, medical field, or whatever. And it's like, honey, a bachelor's degree? A bachelor's degree. Um, And it's like, honey, I don't even know if I want to do that. Um, but yeah, I thought about that, and I was like, yeah, just don't do that. <laughs> um... I was thinking also, let me see if I can find it real quick. I had a little list right here. Yes. Talking about benefits and salary requirements too soon. Um, I feel like I, I have a problem with this. <laughs> I feel like it's not talking about too soon is that I think it's just worrying if I'm going to say it at all because you know, I don't know sometimes cause sometimes they don't say if they're hiring process, there's more than one interview on their website. Um, so I take it as they're going to interview me once, but there is a possibility that they probably could interview me another time. Um, but I feel like don't talk about too soon, like not within, I think for me, I'd rather wait until, you know, I got into a good rhythm with answering questions and, um, especially when it's my turn to ask questions, that's not going to be my first question, it's about benefits and, um. Pay rate. I'm going to probably wait for that till close to the end of my questions if it has not been talked about before. Um, and when they do ask, um, I saw some like a good advice was how um, to um, use like your experience, use your, uh, use your what do you call it, your degrees, credentials, like certifications, um, how long you've been working, your work experience, how. That can be worked into um, your pay pay rate, and your pay salary requirements and benefits, um. It those are things that are important. Important to talk about, but you don't come off as that one person like I'm only here for the job. You know I'm only here for like the paycheck is, I I mean, I'm pretty sure all people know, every job interview person, everyone knows. Yes, you you want the paycheck. But why are we here? So that's one thing. Um, also, um, another thing as well. Do not, do not ask no questions at all. I've learned that, um, not necessarily because I failed in a job interview because of it, but I did learn, and I first thought it was kind of weird because I was like, oh, like. I look up a job ad, I read through the job ad, I think this is a good fit, I apply, and then they interview me, seeing if I'm the greatest candidate that I say I am when I, you know, interview, when I apply for the job. And that should be it. But always have questions available. Um, I read that it does help with um, showing the interview that you are enthusiastic about the job, that you're willing to uh, actually you know go out of your way to you know um do research and that you just overall shows interest in the job um even in something like I know some questions I ask um especially if I've been keeping my eye on the job ad for a while I see maybe let's say it's gone up and down quite a bit if I see the reviews um and they're not the best reviews they like let's say it's like 2.5 7 or something on Glassdoor, Indeed, and probably a bunch of other websites as well. I'm probably going to be, I'm going to be concerned, especially after I reply and say I didn't check before. I'm going to be concerned as to why your reviews are so low. Um, so I might ask about their job, about their job reviews. Um, I might ask, you know, do, I remember one question I think it was, I asked was how, how the manager liked their job. Um, and she did give a pretty in indefin- depth. Answer. You know how she said how it did feel like family. How the people were, you know, not judgmental. It was like a non-judgment space. How everyone was willing to help each other work together. You know, she and and she was um I think like a area manager. So she worked over like a few few of the stores in the area. So I definitely felt like it was. So I felt like that was a good answer. I feel like the way they answer your questions as well shows if you actually do want to work there. You know, pay attention to what they say because little things they say or do can show if they're really someone you a place you want to work for because there there is probably a chance you might have to talk to them again or talk to people like them so you definitely want to pay attention to who you're actually um talking to and how many questions you're asking don't ask too many that it seems like you either didn't do your homework or that you know, you're wasting their time, but don't answer, don't have no question to because they'd probably be like, okay, um, all right then, um, interrupting, that goes for both people, don't, the interviewer should not interrupt you, you should not interrupt the interview, that's common sense, that's respect, you know, that's, just don't interrupt someone when they're speaking, that's just common sense and respect, um, couple other things as well um let's see if i can i had a long list but i'm trying to look through a little bit of it um certain accessories um such as like wearing sunglasses a bluetooth earpiece or um or wearing like a ton of like perfume or aftershave or cologne and stuff like that um yeah don't do that the cologne, aftershave perfume one you'll know who's allergic to what You'll know if your injury has asthma, you don't want to come off as too strong or whatever, so try it if you are going to wear some, wear a very modest amount, you know, don't, yes, and if you, and please make sure you wear deodorant, <laughs> don't come there smelling, because they will notice, they might not say anything, which it probably won't, but they will notice. Um, sunglasses, if it's sunny day out, of course, you know, you probably do want to wear your sunglasses. Maybe walking up, but like, once you walk to a building, you know, take them off. You know, take them off. They want to see your whole face. They want to read your whole bi- your all your body language. They don't want to just go off just your words. Because they're going to probably be like, I'm not talking to a robot. They probably want to actually read your uh, facial expression completely. And also, Bluetooth earpiece. I didn't know people did this, but apparently they do. Um, please don't wear those. I mean, regardless of how discreet it looks or whatever, don't wear your AirPods. You know, Bluetooth earpieces earphones it's it's the same thing as checking your phone like it's just disrespectful and it shows that your priorities are not completely with the interview at that one time and also just certain bilingual things such as you know shaking hands too weakly or firmly um, being you know maybe not feeling to make eye contact or staring them down um, I like um maybe become angry defensive, complain, things like that, um, that aren't just showing niceness. Or I feel like when you do come to an interview, do give a benefit of a doubt, especially if the interview happens a little bit later. Well, I mean a little bit, I don't mean like an hour later. I mean like they might be five, ten minutes late. They they might I might like, they might even hold up another interview. They may have had a, a quick meeting with their boss that they couldn't just tell them no, I have a, I have a job at candidate. You know what I'm saying so. There's things that happen. Give them benefit out, but do try to be nice. Um, don't become angry, defensive, um, and try not to complain. Um, don't speak rudely. Don't don't do anything. I feel like one thing said speaking rudely to the receptionist. Um, yes, I feel like you don't know who's watching, because I'm pre- I'm pretty sure I think I heard of something about um, a job interviewer um, actually was like, kind of, like, waiting in, the, like, the job area, because they knew their job candidate was co- going to come in, and kind of was watching their job candidate, and how they acted, like, interacted with others, um, you know, that I mean, that just shows, I mean, just, like, kind of how dating, how you want to watch how, you know, like, if you're dating, you want to see how the other person is going to respond, so, some, something to, like, the waiter or waitress, if something went happen. like, I like, the waitress actually spilled their drink. Like, are they going to scream at them like, do you know how ex- expensive my clothes are? Or are they going to be like, you know, it's okay, it's fine, you know, kind of get some napkins? You know, some things like that can be like, okay, like, are they a nice person or a bad person? Same here, you know. Just common courtesies, benefit of doubts can go a long way. Um, you know, just certain things can make the job interviewer feel pretty weird. Um... But yeah, and also one thing I saw, please don't make any sexual advance, advances to people. I don't know why I felt like I had to explain that or say that, but it's, it, it happens. <laughs> please don't, don't flirt with them. Don't do that, no. Please don't, because <laughs> that's the last thing they want. And they're probably not, they're definitely not going to hire you because of, pro- I forgot what it's called, but it's like, it's, it's a power thing. You know, if you're trying to get into a position through flirting, dating, you know, sexual things such as, you know, that kind of things, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. And if they are or if they are trying to do that with you, definitely turn that on the job because you can see of where they're trying to go. But enough of that. Now, now those are some mistakes. Now, here are some answers to interview questions um, that you should not give. Um, some of them are common, some of them I haven't personally heard of before, but they're important to know. So, without further ado, let's see here. One of the questions such as, why should we hire you? I personally hate this question because <laughs> I'm like, honey, really? <laughs> but some of the bad answers that people give given is like, I don't know, or it sounds like a good job. Um my beef with those two answers is that they're very short um even if you I'm like I personally think if someone said why should I hire you um don't come off as bragging but you still want to explain maybe like your experience I feel like experience is the biggest thing that you can give um because yeah you might have a PhD you might have a master's you might have a bachelor's or whatever, but that, but I mean like, those are not as worth much as experience. So if your experience is saying, hey, you know, I have multiple experiences, I have, a, let's say I have like seven years of experience um, in this field and, you know, probably, you know, maybe list a couple of jobs and what you learn from those jobs and how you can o- apply that to the company. Um, a good way of answering the question personally is the way I would to tackle that question um, tell me, tell me about your last job. A common by answer, I guess, is saying, um, do you look at my resume? Um, one that comes off as arrogant, so, no. <laughs> and two, that's just rude. Don't say that, you know. They, I mean, you have to remember, interviewers, they interview multiple people. You know, they, you're probably not the first and probably not the last person they're going to interview. Um, so, don't say that. You do want to, I'm like, you don't remember like they may have gone through maybe 20 different resumes and even though they might have ruined your name or remembered a little about you and remember certain jobs, they still want to maybe have you re- refresh your memory so they m- know where to take the next job interview question. So, you know, tell me about your last job, just talk about, you know, your, what you maybe what you learned, you know, how it was working in a polite fashion, especially if it was a bad job experience. Um, those type of things would be a way to answer the question personally. Um, what did you like least about your previous position? I haven't got this question, but apparently said says it's a bad answer. It says, I hate the job in the company. They were awful to work for. I've read that these are kind of like beating questions in a sense. Like the job interviewer is also saying if you're going to badmouth your previous job and your previous employer. because. They're also gonna think about when you leave their this job, this position, if they even decide to hire you, how are you gonna badmouth them? Are you gonna say things that you shouldn't be saying? Um, those kind of things are uh, things you're gonna look for. So what do you like least? Um, just, do your, just do your best to stay positive. I feel like there's a lot of questions that I try to draw out negative emotions and negative reactions out of people, um, but just try to stay positive. Um, and even if you do say something, maybe along the lines of something, probably would say you didn't like, you know, work scheduling, how they scheduled you, or maybe the amount of assignments they gave you or the quality of the assignments and projects you had. Um, still turn something positive or something that's like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really know. <laughs> like I said, I don't, I never got this question before, but I feel like just turning to something positive or just turning to like, like one of those conflict questions where it's like. But this is why it's you know, make to make it worthwhile. This is why I ma- made it work. So you know it's not like so you're not dwelling on the negative. If you get what I'm saying. Um, what are your strengths? Um, the strength and weakness question, the common one. Um, some bad answers that people have given is like I do good work or I'm the best or I'm not sure but I'm a good learner. When you talk about your strengths, like I said before, don't brag. But you do want to actually, this is one of the times that you're encouraged to sell yourself, you know. Your, you know, certain qualities such as, you know, maybe a quick learner. um, Some things you've learned. um, Some things that you can bring to the company that you feel like not others can. Um, You know, don't just say, you know, like, one one example to give was like, don't just say I'm very organized. But, you know, say something like. I pride myself on organization, on my organization skills and my last job or last role, I was able to, re, I was able to do blah, 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 which, which led me to, which led me to doing this, which also did blah, 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 that shows that one, you were able to sell yourself and two, you're able to, to, you know, bring it to a practical sense. So it doesn't make it seem like you're a narcissist, a narcissist, but you're not also, you know, extremely too shy to the fact that you think that you can't do anything Um, another one was can you share a weakness the, the other side um, thinking I can't think one two bad answers that they're giving was um, I can't think of any right now or I tend to lose my patience with incompetent people I thought the last one was a little bit funny because I think we've all been there <laughs> we've worked with some people who were just so stupid <laughs> For lack of a better term, that you're just like, you know, I just don't want to work with you. (laughs) But I feel like, uh, I think one of the things I've seen a little bit of a mixed answer to, I'm seeing some job interviewers say, you know, to actually change it to a positive, like make your weakness a strength. But I've seen some interviewers say, like, it's just so common or they just don't like it. Like, they actually do want to hear, you know, a, a certain weakness, you know. So they do want to hear, especially if they, especially if it was like a, an environment where it's like everyone's a team player and everyone helps each other. Okay, like, who should I pair you with? You know, those kind of things. Like, those are important questions so they know. Let's say they really do want to hire you. They want to know, they want to take an account of who they probably want to train you or who they want to mentor you. Those kind of things are important. So do give a weakness, but you don't want to make it seem like it's such a bad thing that you just shouldn't be asked for the job at all. Um, another thing is like, where do you see yourself in five years from now? I hate this question personally because do you really think I'm thinking about five years from now? <laughs> I'm like, honey, I'm still trying to worry about getting my bills paid this month and you're asking five years from now? Hopefully I'm still paying my bills. <laughs> but it's a bad question saying like, in your job, like where you see myself in your job? Or I hate that question. I won't ever say these two things, but i have heard of the in your job um, position before. Um, actually a couple years ago but you know this is don't ever say that <laughs> do not say like I hope I'm in your position because you don't I'm like remember this is also a little bit of a competitive environment with job market because everyone knows the job market is bad so you don't want to make it seem like I'm going to take your job and get you fired like that's probably how they're going to take it especially if they're a competitive kind of person they're not going to hire you because <laughs> guys still remember they are the ones going to hire you, so you definitely don't want to come off as, um, as like, oh, I'm gonna be, the, I'm gonna be a top one day. Mm-hmm. Five years, from now. I hope I am. I hope I at least am. I've learned enough to pr- to progress in a company. is probably a good way of saying it. Um, instead of being like, I hope I'm in your job, because <laughs> that's probably not what they want to hear. Um. Let's see here. Tell me about yourself. Yes. Tell me about yourself. Um. Uh, says, I, one bad answer is like, um, I'm a huge fan of the Yankees, an average softball player with the gift of gab. I'm usually the life of the party. Yes. Um, I've heard this question. This question can actually be a little misleading, especially if this is like your first job interview without any kind of help. Um, when they ask, tell me about yourself, it's, more so so they can see and interpret you know they're asking you yourself as in your work self you know it's okay to talk about your hobbies and stuff like that a little bit later or if it's maybe it's even asked of you i don't know but talking about yourself is more a question of asking um maybe how professionally like how good of a worker you are um how you're able to help things do things those kind of things um qualities about yourself that will actually help the job review because you have to remember you are at a job interview. You're not talking to a friend or you know, on a date. So you do want to, um, remember this is a job interview. You gotta be serious. Um, so one example I did give was, um, I'm a, uh, saying I am a good listener in a skilled interview who can usually read people well, or at ABC company, the retention rate of my hires was 20% above the department average. I've taken up golf and loved it, but I'm struggling to shoot less than 100. You know, excuse me. So, you know, I like the second response a little bit. I like both responses, but I like the second response better. Like, they're throwing a little, they're throwing that they're not like a robot. Because <laughs> you probably don't want someone who's going to come and work like a robot. Because it can make everyone feel uncomfortable. So, you know, even just throwing like that hobby in there, like, I've taken up golf. Love it. Still struggling a little bit, but I like it. But, you know, you still remember it. I'm at job interview. He did some to speak about job experience first. And do you have any questions for me? So, like we talked about before, um, some, some bad answers that were given. I'm like, do I have to work overtime? Um, How much vacation will I get? How much is employee discount? Or just simply, I don't have any questions. Um, the three questions I saw, you know, like, do I have to work overtime? i have to comes off as complaining and comes off as you know especially remember this is a job interview you have you don't even have the job yet so you know you probably should do a little bit of homework and see if, if overtime is expected of you um which i feel like a lot of jobs do advertise that if they do require overtime also um vacation how much vacation will i get um Again, and um, also with the employee discount, again, those are, like, those are kind of asking also uh, asking, making demands on, like, benefits and salary. Like, that's just not, like, don't do that, especially if it's, it's just not going to work. I am sorry, I forgot to mute my phone. I apologize. Back to this. Also, just, just have some type of questions. Um, but I do like having questions about, you know like I said, manager, managers uh, feel, the interviewers feel about the j- job. Um, if you are definitely look, like let's say this is a company you really do want to work for, you know, how's the company's, you know, m- like what is the company's mission goal and how do you feel that the company is fulfilling that goal? Um, you know, asking about, you know, day-to-day functions because believe it or not, your job ad is not going to say also your day-to-day functions. They, those are usually like the complete functions that they're asking you to be able to do or things they'll train you on, but there is a good chance that you might not be doing all those things day to day. So, even asking, you know, what are my day to day requirements? What are my day to day things that I'll be doing? Um, is also a good question to ask. Um, going on, I just want to look at I saw Business Insider and they have a thing about um, 13, 13 things, 13 answers of that were the worst to say during a job interview. Um, one well, can they said, one candidate said, it seems like there are worse companies than you out there. Um, they said, one person said, uh, uh, let me read you the experience. It says, asking candidate why they wanted to work in the role they applied for seemed easy enough to William Taylor, now the career development manager at Mint Resume, when he was an HR manager at a different company. However, the candidate wasn't prepared to answer. The candidate told me, I looked on Google and it seems like there are worse I'm sorry. I'm sorry my phone has um the Google assistant. Sorry. <laughs> it said um they said I look I looked up there. I it, it seems like there are worse companies than you out there. Um Taylor told business Insider that the same candidate also arrived at the interview late and could not answer questions about what the company did. There is no excuse for a lack of preparation, and if you can't be about to win a job, what will, what will you be like once you're in it? True, don't be. Don't show off as a slacker. Uh, oh, another one says, another candidate once revealed partway through the interview that she was actually there to get a job for her husband and not for herself. Uh, it says, any it, child of hurry? I hope I, I'm pretty sure I butchered it, I'm sorry. It said the CEO of ArgoPrev told it business that at business side about a time where an interview for a content creator position wasn't what it seemed. When I asked how the candidate would be an asset to the company, they replied that they were actually there on their husband's behalf because they thought he would be a good candidate, great candidate for the position. And he says, wait, who would be the great candidate? candidate? Was it the person who went to the interview or the husband? <clears throat> I asked again to clarify who was applying for the position, this person or the husband, the candidate said it was her husband. I was incredibly confused, given that I was looking at her resume, and we were speaking for a few minutes prior before she re- revealed she was applying on her b- behalf of her husband. Honey, <laughs> honey. Another one said that they lied on their resume, which I mean, like if you actually have the look if you have the guts to lie on your resume. Like, if you can't care to lie all the way through, then don't lie at all. And you should not lie, but if you can't even lie all the way through, then, honey, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> um, one was like, when asked whether she like to out, like to do outside work, one came and rolled her eyes and said, why in the world would you care? That is just for all the reasons wrong. Why'd you roll your eyes? Why outside of work? Yeah. I mean, the reason they ask what you'd like to do outside of work is probably just so that you're not a robot. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it might seem, you know, probably weird to ask, but one person said, um, sometimes an answer can give you clues to a person's emotional and mental well-being or whether they are introvert or extrovert, which might be relevant for a certain position, which I can definitely see, like, an introvert probably would not do his best in, like, Sale type position where they have to actually go out and like talk people and sell, sell things. Um but I mean like just I mean it's also just to show like just be friendly, it's to break it up. You know, some job interviews like to break it up, they don't want to always just be so serious, so if you can't even be serious about that then honey, no. Just no. <laughs> um but I will read this one thing I did see. I didn't want to get to this one story um before my hourly time limit really gives up. So I like to give myself time to under an hour for these episodes. Um it would they gave like a uh, I guess you can say a hypothetical situation of the worst interviewer because I do believe that it's both the interviewee, the person who's actually going into the job interview to be interviewed, and the interviewer. If the interviewee is doing all his good work and they still don't get the job, yeah, it might just be you, but also it could be the interviewer as well. So let me read this real quick. It was, it's, it's a little bit long, but I did want to read it to you. He said, meet Joe, head of digital marketing at a Fictional Company. Didn't give a name. Um, it said, Joe is really good at his job, but has been struggling lately ever since one of his designers left. He wants to hire a new senior web designer as soon as possible, but being understaffed, he barely has time to perform his regular tasks let alone reviewing resumes carefully, getting ready for interviews and evaluating candidates thoroughly. If you're a hiring manager, Joe's story might ring a bell. If you're in HR, you might, you must have met a couple of Joes along the way. And as a candidate, you've been interviewed by Joe at some point, whether you know it or not. Today, let's pretend that you are Joe. It's Tuesday morning, you enter the office in a rush, coffee in hand. You're taking a quick look at your calendar and there's a book there's a book meeting for eleven thirty a.m. On-site interview with Cassandra for a senior web designer position. You're thinking, oh well, I have another hour and a half be- until the candidate arrives. Great, I'll just focus on my work for now and check the profile later. Congrats, <laughs> your work your worst interview is about to begin. Fast forward to eleven thirty, you you have Cassandra wait for at least thirty minutes, even though she was on time. Bonus points if no one reaches out to her while she's waiting and if there are no signs as to whether you, your interview will start anytime soon. Eventually, you're ready to meet Cassandra, and instead of apologizing for the delay, you try to break the ice. Awkwardly, too. You say, Wow, how tall are you? It must be so hard to shop for jeans. She seems slightly uncomfortable. Hmm, that's a bad sign, you say to yourself. As you walk into the meeting room, you realize that you forgot to prepare your interview questions. <clears throat> You make a quick decision on the fly, start by asking Cassandra to walk you through her work history. This should make up for the fact that you didn't have the time to check her profile. Hopefully, she'll have something interesting to share, and we'll take it from there. Worst case scenario, you'll just improvise. So Cassandra starts talking about her design experience, but your mind is already miles ahead. You want to understand whether she's the best person for the job right away. A couple seconds later, you're already interrupted her. You say When exactly did you graduate from college? Cassandra says, in 2013. You mumble on your breath. So you must be 29 to 30 years old now. Hmm, and still not working in a senior level role? Cassandra says, as I was saying, my previous job. And now your phone rings in the middle of her response. You answer, not noticing Cassandra's furled eyebrows. You keep talking on your phone when it's obvious it's a non-urgent personal call. Ever since your previous designer left, you lost any sense of work-life balance. About five minutes later, you hang up and turn to Cassandra again. She's lost her flow, but it doesn't really matter. You can read all about her professional background on her resume, on her resume anyway. Now it's time to dig into details you can't find elsewhere. You're not sure how to start, though. You nervously blur out the common, tell me about yourself question. You sure you've seen that somewhere before? One personal question leads to another. Are you married? Why not? Are you afraid of commitment? But would you like to have kids at some point? Cassandra obviously is not feeling at ease with these questions and tries to return the subject to the position she's applying for. You're right to notice at the beginning of the interview that she's not very confident. Yet you mull over your report to the hiring team. I doubt she'll be able to handle the responsibilities of a senior role, let alone to manage her male team members. That's okay, though. She might be better off in a more junior role. This way, it's, it'll be better for everyone when she'll have to take a maternity leave. You should be closing the interview soon. So you ask Cassandra about her current salary. Instead, she gives you her ideal salary. You say, But I asked how much you're making now. Cassandra says, This is this is company information I'd rather not disclose, but I'm happy to let you know that for this position at your company, I expect to get a salary of X amount of, X amount of salary. You then say, That's not helpful. I want to know your current salary so that I don't overcompensate you. Cassandra then says, but don't you already have a budget for this role? Don't you pay employees based on the value they bring? You then say, that's not how businesses work. I don't blame you though for thinking this way. That's okay. You're too young and have a lot to learn. You know on your paper how much you think Cassandra is earning now. You think she'll be happy if we offer the same amount after all. We also offer free beers every Friday of the month. You stand up and go towards the door when you hear Cassandra behind you. Can I ask a few questions about the role? You stop and turn back, sir. I'm sorry, we don't have time, you reply. These interviews help us understand if you're a good fit. But don't worry, if you get hired, you'll have plenty of time to ask anything you'd like to know. You show Cassandra out. A quick sh- handshake and polite nice to meet you. We'll let you know if our decision later. You close the door. Interviews are exhausting, you think. And the cough on my desk must have gone cold by now. The end. I call says, "Not so fast, this interview might be over, but the hiring isn't complete yet. What do you think will happen next? And gets four things. A Cassandra gets a job offer from a fictional company, but rejects it. She also describes her appearance in public on Glassdoor. B Joe gets fired. C. The CEO encourages HR to conduct interviews this way, so the company struggles to hire and retain good employees. And D, all of the above. And of course, they did give some disclaimers such as, you know, names, characters, incidents are fictitious. They weren't trying to infer anything that would happen in real life. Um, but also, also some of the time, how it's quite realistic, how some interviews have gone this way. Um, I just want to go back. One, yes, I I, just, I agree with A. Cassandra, if I was Cassandra, I would, I would reject the offer, and I would go on Glassdoor, Indeed, I'll go everywhere and be, like, bashing that job, just because I'm like, if you can't even, if you, I'm like, there's so many red flags, let me walk through the red flags that I saw, one, he did not make time for, to look over her profile at all, you can see that he said, so, when it's like, um, I have one half hours until the candidate arrives. Great, I'll just work now and check your profile later. Yes, like I said, a lot of interviewers are probably managers and other people themselves, so they probably have other work they have to do. But I mean, like, yeah, let's say an hour and a half. Try to make, I mean, like try to take maybe 45 minutes, hour of work they have to do. And the rest, you need to work on preparing for the interview. That was the first thing I saw. Oh uh, no, thing, kept her waiting when for no reason at least 30 minutes honey don't keep the candidate waiting i've actually heard too many times of interviewers keeping them them waiting and i'm like honey i'm not gonna sit here for 30 minutes an hour when i came on time but i'm just gonna assume that you're not serious about hiring me so i'm gonna leave and not uh, and it said bonus points if no one reaches out to her while she's waiting and if there's no signs that the interview will start soon, always have someone to greet them. Okay. Um. Also, they didn't apologize for the delay. Didn't give an explanation or anything. Gave a very awkward and very um. Could it be a harassment saying compl- talking about their physique, how tall they were, or how it was hard to shop for jeans. It no (laughs) don't say something like that also um didn't put any job questions no interview questions at all um tell her to go through her job history then while she's answering you interrupt don't interrupt people you interrupted them you mumbled on your breath and just because you mumbled doesn't mean they didn't hear you so it's like she did hear that hear this comment about her age um, and how she's still not working in a senior level role if you didn't even look at a resume you didn't look at the application I mean if you know the application usually the application asks for date of birth so you can probably tell how old they are just looking at their application um, it, even if it's up there or on the background check um, also Making comments about someone's age is actually illegal. To um, to ask questions about their age also is an illegal question. Anything that we be seen as a discriminatory is an illegal question to ask. Um, you took took a phone call in the middle of the, in the middle of the interview. That's also a big no. You don't want to do that. Um, about five minutes later, hang up. Turn back to her start asking extremely personal questions that are still legal are you married why not are you afraid of commitment would you like to have kids at some point um, again personal questions that are, have nothing to do with the job his comments to the hiring team She he demoted her right off the bat even though he didn't look at any of her qualifications didn't even hear her out on top of that, made a comment on maternity leave. Like, she was going to do that anytime soon. Didn't even didn't take account for the salary because he wanted a certain answer. Which is, I mean, she did go a good answer, though. She was like, you know, this is company information I'd rather not disclose. Which means that's a good answer. i like, there are some things you're not allowed to disclose if you're leaving the company anyway. So, regardless if she wanted to or not, she that was a pretty good um, answer. I'd rather not disclose it um and also making comments on what they know saying oh you're too young you just have a lot to learn that was disrespectful um didn't even you didn't, didn't even let her ask any questions doesn't matter if you want to rush the interview or not you still need to do the interview correctly if i was cassandra i would have left Hmm. After he took that phone call. I think that'll be my last draw and I would have left. I'll be like, thanks for your time. Have a good one I would have (laughs) left. Like, obviously, if you're willing to take a phone call, then obviously my time's not important to you either. So I'm gonna leave. I personally would just up and left. There's no point. (sighs) Also, um, just to close this out. Like I said, talking about interviewers because I do feel like interviewers also have just as big of an impact as the interviewee. So some of the weird interview habits that should not be allowed, that I found very irritating, that I found personally irritating. Um, The the biggest pet peeve I have is not responding to resumes and applications. I personally believe that a job ad should not be up for more than 30 days. After 30 days platforms. Should take the ad down. And that they are still searching. They need to re-put re, re up that ad. Um, because that shows. Okay the job is fresh. You still are wanting people to apply. Um, and don't sit there. And make people wait. I, I can't tell you how many times. I will apply for a job. And I won't hear anything for. Three, four, five. Sometimes even six weeks. And then I'll just get back out. Get hit with a. Hey, yeah, we moving on with someone else. Sorry, thanks. And it's like, well, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> like, you decide now to tell me that you're... That you just don't want... you're not willing to hire me? Like, thanks. I kind of already got that after the first couple of weeks of you not... Of radio silence. Also, just keeping me waiting in general is something not to do. Um, Getting aggressive. My mom one time went to um, a job interview and... She told me after she she went inside, and the job interviewer was yelling and screaming at the at the guy interview his the interviewee. He was like he was sitting like sitting there. It was like it was like a place, and he was just yelling like, "Do you want this job? How much you want to make?" And he was like just screaming at him, and he was just sitting there like just sheepishly like replying, trying to keep his calm. Mom said, and he was just yelling. Like, do you want this? Do you want to make six figures in the year? Like yelling. And my mom left. She legit was like, I don't want to work anymore. And <laughs> she went back to her was like, i she like didn't feel comfortable. She didn't want to work there. and she left. I was like, what? I really thought my mom was joking, but she was like, no. If she can if I probably if she was up, I probably would still ask her about that because that was so funny. Because, to me, and I felt so bad for him. I was like, oh, no, honey. I felt so bad. (laughs) I felt so bad for him. Um, Yeah, so please don't be aggressive. Uh, Also, one thing was, like, leading you on, um, being too picky, or just not getting back to you after the interview. Um, Those are just bad traits to have, as well, because, I mean... Come on now, like, don't lead someone on thing that you're going to hire them just to hit them off because you already thought that you weren't. And one thing I did see was that um a lot of um, jobs actually will time like to hire from the inside, but to still keep it fair in a sense with air quotes fair, um, they will actually um, hire, like try to see try to make it seem like they're hiring outside people, but in reality they already, made up their mind there's keep there's just keeping appearance so don't do that it's 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 a bad habit to have um I also just also i heard one experience where someone said um they were trying to get someone to work for free technically by making them work um they they're constantly hiring him and constantly were giving him basically parts of the project that they were excuse me that they were currently working on and it was like the coding he was like it was like coding kind of job like data science or something like that and he basically had to put his foot down like after like the third or like the third or fourth interview he was like he started to realize how much they are dragging it on so he was like either you hire me now or I'm going somewhere else they reluctantly hired him finished product, and then they fired him like a few weeks later because they just wanted help for that one thing and I thought I was really stupid so yeah just don't do that Um, it's just, it's so weird. Yes, um, I'm going to leave that here for now because like I said, I'm probably going to over my hour limit I put for myself, but I thought it was funny to go over interview advice and just how bad interviews have gone and just my own two cents on what a job interview should be like and how you should conduct yourself through doing one but saying that is my hour time limit that pushed myself um I'm going to end things here <laughs> I think it's pretty weird and I, like I said there's just plenty of these stories and stuff like I'm pretty sure you just type up crazy or funny or worse job interview stories and there is a lot and some of these things I'm just like people actually do that or some people who are like obviously like racist sexist stuff like that People just doing bad things on purpose for no reason. I'm just like, honey, please tell me this is like, you just ripped this off like a bad movie script. But apparently, no, these people actually exist. Um, But yeah, just something I feel like sharing for today. It's just weird. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a great one. Um, Please do your research. Please. Do well in interviews. I hope anyone who's having interviews, um, I hope everyone has a good luck on their job, uh, search. If you are seeking jobs, if you are interviewing, I hope that you do that you ace the job interview. Um, one like I say, something you should always do, do your homework. Make sure you have multiple copies of resume, especially for big jobs, or resumes and accomplishments, achievements stuff like that. Um, always, you know, always make sure you look nice not too not too crazy but just look nice nice and modest um make sure you're nice um but also make sure you know your worth and know when to leave a job interview when it's very clear there's just too many red flags but you guys thank you for listening i hope you guys have a great one and i will and i'll talk to you guys soon bye you guys